And good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Mile Raid. Rob Orber joins us, as usual, every Sunday morning. Good morning to you, Rob. A very good morning to you, Dan. Uh, you were at your brilliant best last night. I thought you called superbly. I had a night off, but I certainly enjoyed your calls. You didn't listen to a race then, did you? No, I'm only making... <laughs> Rob, um, it seems every week we talk about it was a big night last night, but very much the case again, uh, the, the action or the focus was on uh, on Bathurst. There were four Group 1 races last night, but uh, Victorians had quite a strong hand in the results. Yeah, look, all four of the uh, the big finals were won by horses that led throughout, but we saw a really impressive performance by Just Hope for Russell Jack and Zach Phillips. Good to see Zach uh, getting another Group 1 winner last night. He's well, been I think it was his first, first pacing Group pacing. 1 winner, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah look, he's uh, looking. You know, I've followed Zach all uh, my life, and he's uh, driven all these Group One wins. Have been on trotters, so it was great to see him uh, actually get his first pacing Group One last night with Just Hope, and she's a lovely filly. Uh, she just found the lead. She's beautifully bred by Better's Delight at a Queen of Pop, who was a terrific race mare as well. And no surprise to see her doing well at stud. And Just Hope's got a very big future, and good to see Russell Jack, uh, who. Uh, Mainly have targeted these type of races over the years, and it was good to see him getting a good result. One fifty-four, one mile rate. He trained the Cordella on the race with Captain's Queen, and this is the way. Just hope, I'm sure, a filly that we're going to hear a lot more of the way she did it in the Group One Gold Tiara final. Third quarter, 28-4. They flatten in. Just Hope leads Oppenheimer Blue. I Can Fly runs home. They were followed going back to the inside now by Silk Cloud, but Just Hope has said, ta-da. It's dashed right away from Oppenheimer Blue. Silk Cloud and Captain's Queen getting out, but it's all Just Hope on the tiara. And Just Hope bolts in. Captain's Queen second. Third home, Silk Cloud. Fourth, I Can Fly. It's a good night for the uh, favourites after uh, Just Hope took out uh, the uh, the gold tiara final. She drew barrier number two. Uh, we had um, Idyllic win the three-year-old, the, the gold chalice final. So that was group one level at 100,000. The Clayton Tonkin prepared and Luke McCarthy uh, drove Idyllic. And Antonia, who won the New South Wales Oaks, uh, David Thorne trained, Jack Trainer driven, uh, made it a one-act affair in the gold bracelet final for the three-year-old fillies. But for the two-year-old Colts and Geldings, there was uh, representation from Victoria. Anthony Butt and Sonia Smith had master stride. Clayton Tonkin had the lightning Dan saddled up. Russell Jack uh, produced 19th man in the final. Uh, but it was uh, Mr. Rhea, who uh, is, a, is a lovely two-year-old. He went a bit rough in the early part of the race, Rob, uh, in the, going into the first term. But barrier one was, uh, was a crucial barrier, and he was too good for masquerading, who was driven by Amanda Turnbull. Yeah, terrific win by Mr. Raya. He uh, was able to lead throughout Raymond Walker, the trainer. Raymond's been around for a long time and he's always had some really nice horses in the stable and no surprise to see him getting another good one here with Mr. Raya. It was a terrific performance. Masquerading was an eye-catching run for Craig Turnbull. Amanda Turnbull took the drive and certainly hit the line strongly. They they virtually streeted the rest, but Mr. Raya went a mile rate of 154.3 to lead throughout. And this is the way he did it. He's Group 1 win in the Gold Crown Final. As they come off the back as Lightning Dan and the leader sneaks away. The leader is Mr Ray. That third quarter was 28-4. Giving chase now is Masquerading on the swing. And they're clear then of the others headed by takeout. But he gives Mr Ray a little bit of rain. And below the 100 metre mark, it leads by six metres. It's getting leg weary. Masquerading tries hard, but it's Mr Ray's gold crown. You beauty, says Daryl Perrett, and it goes home to win it.
Mr. Ray is beaten in second, Posse. Masquerading third. We stand by for that. That'll be a photo you had. And third placing in that race went to better than Lexi, just in front of takeout. Uh, Lock and Var Chief, a three-year-old trained by David Moran, took out the gold chalice consolation earlier on in the night. Well, we had 11 big races at uh, at Melton last night. It was a good night. It was a very entertaining night. I thought there was a lot of action on the track. Uh, kicked off the night in one of the most open races we've seen at, uh, at Melton for a while. It was around $5 the field. In the end, Joe Bell's image just ran the favourite, but she's very much a, um, a hard horse to catch at times. She was in front, had the right run. I thought she was a bit disappointing in the opening event, Joe Bell's image. But Flying Joe wasn't. She was terrific. That was a terrific drive by Greg Sugars. He made his run three wide, and he was able to drop into the one-one coming to the you know about the four hundred, and got a nice little breather on the back of uh, Jillaby uh, Adore, who was doing some work outside of Joe Bell's image. They sort of broke clear, and Flying Joe just had to drop on him and peel to the outside at the top of the home straight to finish off really well. A mile rate of one fifty-seven eight. They ran their last two quarters there, twenty-seven six and twenty-eight six. The tempo was solid early enough. Uh, uh, 45-6, but as you mentioned, Joe Bell's image, funny type of horse. Uh, when he you know does go well, he goes well. Last night he broke in the score up and got chased up a little bit, which probably unsettled him a bit, but he uh, had his chance. Uh, Flying Joe was too good. Good to see Alan McDonough back into the winner's list, and it was a beautiful drive by Greg Sugars. Orby continues to race well. Sean Kittle's team's going really well at the moment. Mick Bellman, who also had a good night last night. Uh, Jillaby Adore was brave. Yanari was nice, and she will rock caught the eye. It really hit the line from well back in the field and there were a couple of horses that were held up Rosarito Miss and Lottie Moon neither of them had too much luck and even Lara Jane McRae from Barrier 12 wasn't a bad effort but Flying Joe was too good at the finish and well done to uh, Alan McDonough good to see him back in the winners list Greg Sugars drove Flying Joe and uh, had equal uh, driving honours last night with a double Kate Gath also drove two winners Alex Ashwood drove two winners and the trainers with the honours were Andy Gaff and Kate Hargraves with two winners each. Race two, well, um, there was all sorts of things happening coming around the final turn. I don't know how Valachi missed all the trouble. Lisa Miles, I think she was blessed and, and gave Beat City a start and ended up pipping him right on the post. Yeah, look, Vanity Bay was uh, leading throughout and about the 300 or so, uh, or just before the home turn, uh, just broke stride and, and galloped and almost poleaxed most of them. And Velarchi, who was sitting behind it, uh, somehow uh, squeezed a, a passage through and Lisa Miles uh, got home really nicely here for uh, the Lingard family who have been terrific supporters of Lisa Miles over a long period of time. And good to see Lisa back in uh, at winning here at Melton. She, she puts in so much hard work with her horses and it was a lovely performance to see her winning uh, Beat City was was very good, uh, had its chance at the finish but Velarchi just was able to run it down uh, and virtually back in the field a few of them all got checked but Bracken Reed Heaven in Loxley, Young Rooster were all okay, uh, even Yankee Lincoln but Velarchi uh, was in the right spot mile rate of 154 last two quarters there were 27.3 and 28.7 for a mile rate of 154 Race three, and it was Seb's choice. John Nicholson's had a really good run lately. He goes uh, back and forth to Tasmania and has some success there. Seb's choice ran third in the Tassie Derby behind LB2 Chains, who was also engaged in this race. But I get the feeling Seb's choice has been a decent horse uh, to this stage of his career. Really enjoyed the, the female touch last night with Michelle Phillips, the winning driver. 
Yeah, look, it was a terrific win, wasn't it, by Seb's choice? Uh, this horse here has pretty much been a little bit of a bridesmaid at the top level. I mean, uh, uh, it's had, what, 10 starts before that for, for a couple of wins and six placings. And, and last night was no doubt its most bravest performance. Uh, it copped enough pressure to, to make it vulnerable, and uh, he, he just kept responding. He was very well rated by Michelle, and she's doing, obviously, a lot of driving now for the Nicholson uh, stables, and uh, she handled the horse well and I thought he, he responded well. He's a beautifully bred horse um, by Better's Delight at Alta Calypso who's uh, certainly left some very good horses over the years and, and some of those being Millie Perez and Carissa T who's gone on to be uh, the mother of Pat's Beach Storm so there's some really strong bloodlines here for Seb's choice and he's on the improve. A piece of Lou had to do some work uh, early, was able to get a bit of a breather down the back straight when Greg Sugars was able to angle in behind Seb's choice. It was a lovely drive again by Greg, he was in top form last night. Electric guy, good effort, made its run three wide into the breeze, battled on strongly. Uh, stylish Joe, LB2 chains and not negotiable, all tried pretty hard. But Seb's choice, that was his, I thought it was his career best run. Mile rate there of 157.8 was a very good win. In a very entertaining race, just about every horse in that race made a move at some stage. Earlier Zest, who was outside the leader going into the first turn, having a crack for the lead, ended up back last at about the 600. Uh, such was the uh, extent of the moves throughout the course of that race. So an entertaining one and a tough win to Seb's choice. Race four was the claiming pace. There were no claims here. It was a high-end claiming race. Uh, 40 Thieves was well backed, I must admit. I thought it might be too good for them. I thought he was a little bit disappointing, but Van Mara wasn't. Alex Ashwood was was happy and always looking to take the trail with Van Mara, utilising the uh, the sprint lane. Uh, Glenaveril King, who was behind it, looked like it had to switch course halfway up the straight uh, and then finished off uh, well late. So the first and second came from off the pace. Arden Voyager was slightly better, Rob. P- 40 Thieves started a warm favourite, but, uh, but was disappointing, I thought. Yeah, look, Arden Voyager found the lead. Uh, they went a lead time of 45.6 for that company, you know, reasonably average. And first quarter, 30.2. They, they put a bit of tempo for the last 1,200. They went 28.5, 28.28 home. And Arden Voyager led in the race. 40 Thieves was able to get outside the leader. Uh, as you said, was, it was a beaten a fair way from home. And Van Vara, who enjoyed a really good trip uh, behind the leader, was able to finish off strongly enough for Kate Hargroves and Alex Ashworth. Their team continued to run well. Glen Averill King was an eye-catching run. He certainly savaged the line. He was climbing over their backs, wasn't he, Danny? He was only beaten a couple of metres. Arden Voyager was okay uh, after leading and, and battled on. 40 Thieves, as you mentioned, was a bit disappointing. And the other horses, uh, not too far away, Watch Pulp Fiction, Amble Power, and Bonzel Benjamin, who worked pretty hard, uh, dropped out of it. But Van Mara, good effort. Just continues to race well in the claimers, and he'll continue to do that uh, in a mile rate of 155.8 last night. Thought it was a really good uh, story, both uh, for the human and the equine, with the return of Tang going with Sierra, an outstanding mare who's unbeaten over the short trip, seven out of seven. This is first up from about 12 months off or just after, Tang going with Sierra, winning race five. Tang going with Sierra, got about a metre, now a metre and a half in front. Off the back straight in 28.1. Tangoing with Sierra from He's Under Wraps. Then Miserati into the home stretch, though. It's Tangoing with Sierra. She gets away on He's Under Wraps. Pembroke Charlie runs on, but Tangoing with Sierra. Back from a long break. What a brilliant return. Tangoing with Sierra streaks away and wins it by eight. He's Under Wraps has run second. Plan C's finished off strongly. I heard that, um... 
in the before the score up, and that heard just talking and um, and heard that we're, there was no sort of no money for her, which really surprised me. On the, you know what we said before, the strength of her trials, and she had the barrier draw advantage over uh, seemingly her main danger and all that. So she had a lot in her favour tonight. So um, anyway, I guess it shows that the punters don't always get it right either. The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. She got out to $3.90 in the end. Looked like she'd start even money favourite. It was quite extraordinary for a horse that was always going to lead. Um, and a great for Gary Hoban. Terrific uh, a tonic for him. He's been unwell. Uh, Rob, the trainer of Tangoing with Sierra. And, and the mare herself has also had her problems. Yeah, look, uh, terrific performance for uh, Gary Hoban. And, yeah, I wasn't aware that Gary wasn't too well, so we certainly passed on our best wishes to him. And tangoing with Sierra, who's been a quality filly, she went around in the Vic Bread Finals and Breeders' Crown Finals as a juvenile horse and always competed at a very high level. She's got brilliant gate speed, and to be first up after 12 months and produce that run was outstanding. A mile rate of 153.1. She was just too good, and I think pretty much she's the, the, the star of that uh, race last night she's got such a big future if they can keep her on the track uh, nice and healthy and uh, her quarters last night 27-5, 29-9 28-1 and 28-4 and she did it easily at the finish she's by sports right out of Sierra Tango who's had a, a terrific bloodline family for, for the Hobans, he's under wraps uh, battled on well, he tried hard Plan C's racing really well, Dan he hit the line well again last night as did Pembroke Charlie in still screens but Tango and with Sierra, great story and uh, I'm sure if she stays on the track, there's uh, plenty more wins in store for her. Race number six was the fast class race of the night. It was Bulletproof Boy showed what he can do. He's very good off a, of a softer run. And uh, from three back to pegs, it seemed to be the place to be in a few races last night. Yeah, it looked that way once I had a look at all the replays. They were certainly getting home uh, quite well on on the inside last night. I think you made even uh, reference there was nothing wrong with the sprit lane and uh, bulletproof boy. He was in a, in a good spot, three back to pegs. We've seen him do that on many occasions when he's just sort of smothered up behind him. He savages the line and Scotty Ewan, he's having a terrific run with his team of horses and uh, I think he was talking about going to Mildura still. Uh, I assume that's where he's heading with him yep. and uh, he, he was very good last night. Uh, he got to, to the line and just got Gillaby Lorenzo in the shadows of the post. He, he was he was pretty brave, Gillaby Lorenzo. Picket line, enjoyed a good trip uh, behind him. Uh, wasn't far away. Majestic Cruiser finished off okay. And uh, other horses in the race, yeah, Bullies Delight, Rishi, all okay. But look, uh, Bulletproof Boy, he, he was uh, the, 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 the eye catcher. By hitting the line, he'll be heading to the Mildura Cup Carnival and uh, what, 56-7 last half and he, he goes there in, in pretty good condition. The Group 3 Woodland Stud Carlotta's Pride Trotters Free for All, the feature event for the night. It was a good story here too for Moonshine Linda's Connections, the Pangrazio family. Uh, she had won a race for for a long time, a feature race winner as a two-year-old and as a three-year-old. And I must admit I was really keen on her last start and I thought she was terrible. But obviously she proved that it was just too bad to be true. And she came out of last night again utilising the pegs, David Miles trained, Michael Bellman driven. And this is the way Moonshine Linda took the Group 3. It was 28-3, third quarter. Sleepy balances up. Sleepy hit the lead now from Peregrine Phoenix. Moonshine Linda's coming through on the inside. Monaro Maro out wider. Moonshine Linda. Moonshine Linda's hit the front. What a form reversal. Moonshine Linda's won it and beaten Sleepy. Monaro Maro's run third, fourth. 
I was pretty happy to uh, make it to leaders back. I was um, giggling a long way out. I was just hoping that Chris could keep me going to where I needed to go. And her last few runs haven't been that bad, but um, she's got her fair share of issues. And tonight she got the job done. The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Yeah, been a long time, Rob, but uh, she got into the right spot. Michael Bellman was able to get to that gap behind the leader. Uh, Peregrine Phoenix led, keeping out sleepy. Just changed the dynamics of the race there, but Moonshine Linda found the line strong. Yeah, I think I was feeling your pain, Danny. We, we both declared it, didn't we, last time on uh, Trot's Vision. We were pretty keen on her, and she let us down. And yeah. well, uh, what, what a great run last night. She uh, got into a good spot. It was a lovely drive by Michael Bellman. Well done to David Miles. Obviously, uh, the Pangrazio family elected to, to try something different with her, and, and David's done a great job to get the best out of her last night to win. Sleepy uh, battled on really strongly. Uh, it was never far, well, you know, it's not far away. He's going so well. The mayor of 155.7. I think Chris Alford might be back driving next week too, Dan, from uh, all reports. Uh, I know he was uh, trying to get a clearance there from the doctors and they said another week or so. So hopefully we'll see Chris back as well. Uh, Monaro Mara was a good effort, uh, wasn't too far away. Peregrine Phoenix, after showing uh, good early speed, elected to hold the front and ran a cheeky race. Uh, pants up. Red Eye Tooth, she's going to the paddock, I think. Uh, she's probably just at the end of her campaign now. and uh, She's got that little bit of a bad habit at the moment in the score-up. Did she miss it by much last night, Dan? Oh, she got in, got there in time, but she was well behind in the initial part of the score-up, so she was uh, she was at the top of the game about 100 or so metres before release point, so sometimes that is a sign that they want the paddock, Rob. Yeah, no, I believe she's going to the paddock. So uh, a good effort by Moonshine Linda. She was too good last night and uh, good to see uh, the Pangrazio family back with their star mare winning last night. Race 8, Sunny Weaver ended up three back to pegs. Not a lot happened in this race. Rokosaki led unchallenged. There weren't really any moves. Sunny Weaver tracked through, stayed three back the inside. But what a burst he was able to produce. He, he's turned into a really exciting horse, Rob, driven by Lee Sutton last night from three back to pegs and actually won easily. You don't see the win any easier than that from three back to pegs on the turn. No, he... he... It's got a terrific turn of speed, and as you mentioned, just from uh, almost, uh, you know, he was three back to pegs, and once that opening came, he, his last 100 metres was just phenomenal. He's just got such high speed, and great result again. Russell Jack obviously taking out that big race at Bathurst last night, or Quinellaring it, and Lee Sutton, isn't he emerging back into the game, uh, which is great to see. He's getting some really good opportunities, and it was a lovely piece of uh, drive there by Lee, finishing home strongly. Uh, they went a mile rate of 157. Lead time was very slow. It was 47-3 lead time, 30.8, 30.4 the first two quarters. It just developed into a dash home, 27-9 and 27-4. And Sunny Weaver finishing home too strong from Boy from Bondi, who continues to race well. Rokasaki uh, had a chance at the finish, but uh, it was only beaten 3.2 metres. Hugo Rocks was okay, assassinator. And I'm No Outlaw once again was held up. I think there's uh, another good win for I'm No Outlaw very soon once the brakes go his way. But Sonny Weaver, all honours last night. Katana's Jewelers, Tront, first leg of a double for Andy Gath and Kate Gath. CK Spurred, been runner-up at its last four starts, but got the job done just last night over, over a brave daiquiri. 
Yeah, how he got himself off the canvas to win. I think once you said he uh, he wasn't happy to keep running second. Well, he certainly uh, felt that right on the line, didn't he? He just picked himself up to win. It was a great effort, uh, and well done to Andy and, and Kate Gath. Uh, Norm Jenkins getting another winner there. Dakery uh, continues to race well. Thomas Parnell's doing a very good job with his team, only beaten a half head. Hatchback was an eye-catching run for John Justice. Savage the line, uh, really came from a, a fair way back. Zaram and Imperial Wiz both hit the line well. And Jackson Square also going nicely for Mick Blackmore. But uh, the winner, CK Spur, did a good job to get up in a mile rate of 2-1.5. They ran their last two quarters, 29-7 and 29. It was a pretty even tempo. Lead time was slow, 48-1 but CK Spur getting the chocolates last night. Uh, Morgan Miley completed a double for Andy and Kate Gath. Um, it was a terrific return by this six-year-old mare. First up from a spell, she had to do a bit of work in the early stages. It was a terrific win. She showed her class. Yeah, it was a good win. Uh, three wide early, worked to the breeze, found the top and uh, just came away for a pretty comfortable win. Lead time was 46 seconds. 31-7, 30.7 the first two quarters. So the tempo was run to suit the leaders. Uh, last two quarters in 29-4 and 29-5. Classy Spirit, who sat on the back of Morgan Miley, had its chance, finishing second for Lisa Miles. She had a really good night last night, Lisa, as did Andy and Kate. Gath. Uh, Flash Kai Valley was travelling well, three back to peg, certainly uh, closed uh, over the last uh, 200 metres, but the, the leader was just too good, Morgan Miley. Royal Charlotte and Father Christmas were okay back in the field, but Morgan Miley just proved too strong. In the last of the night, it was well, you can dance, bringing up a double for Kate Hargraves and Alex Ashwood. Uh, it's only been in the stable for this preparation. A horse that both of us uh, had a bit of time for, considering he was a maiden and not quite getting it right in the early part of his career during that initial Trots Vision COVID period that we were involved with Rob, and uh, the horse has come a long way. It certainly has, and we, we always indicated he's he was a lovely type, wasn't he? And uh, Kate and Alex have uh, have got the horse in the in their stables now, uh, still uh, owned by uh, Murray Adard and, um, and and the team, and, and they would have been really pleased with the, the performance of Wow You Can Dance. Kate and Alex doing a fantastic job getting a double again last night. Uh, Finn Frost uh, battled on strongly after doing some work early, and uh, the last chance was an eye-catching run. Sean Kittle, as I mentioned, his team's absolutely flying at the moment, and he's going so well, this horse. There's uh, some better wins in store for him. Uh, Toby O'Gara and Seahawk are all close up. They did go a mile rate of 155.8. Uh, last uh, two quarters were 28.6 and 27.9, but wow, you can dance. I think there's more wins in store for this horse. And racing continues. In fact, good quality racing. A $60,000 Group 2, the feature today, the weekly advertiser, Horsham Pacing Cup. It's, it's as good as any of the country cups we've had this season. The depth of the country cups and the entertainment I think we've got from them has been as good as uh, I can recall in recent years, the, the country cup season, Rob. Yeah, it's it's a lot more even this year, isn't it? We've, we've sort of had a lot of odds on favourites, take out some of these uh, country cups in previous years uh, whether it's just been opened up a bit more or we've just got a much more even group of free-for-allers but it's a, a really interesting race today uh, Mac Dan, uh, one of the favourites uh, drawn nicely, out to play who's been racing so well, comes back from that 
Miracle Mile campaign as well. Uh, four big men somewhere secret all for the Emma Stewart stable. Jillaby Chevy for Marg Lee and Like a Wildfire who's been going so well. So it's a, a really good race. And I know Roman Aviator, I, I think, with Tim Butt. Good to see Tim back here in uh, in Victoria. And it, certainly it's an intriguing race. That's a, that race is at 5.24. Malcolm's Rhythm's come out of that cup too. Uh, Dan, it was scratched uh, and he, he won't take his place there today. Okay, that's uh, what lies ahead today. Next week, next Saturday night, it is uh, Melton Group 2, Alabar Vicbred Platinum Homegrown Classics uh, for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings and the Phillies, the Shaker Maker Classic for the two-year-olds, the Group 3, Uncle Patrika Trotters, a free-for-all amongst the feature races, and that's for next Saturday night at uh, Melton. Rob, thanks for joining us, and look forward to doing it all again next Sunday with your Easter money, because it'll be Easter Sunday. Happy harnessing to you, Dad.